the dangerous freedom of a peaceful slavery. We are the orphans of the American dream. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to episode 56 of the Orphans of the American Dream podcast. I am the Sasquatch. I am the Comrade. I am the J-Bone. The, the Orphans one and of the American Dream. Yeah. Live and in living color as we record this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I love everything about it. Yeah, I don't Why know. Why not? Yeah, go with it. Yeah, it works. Um, it's been another week, as they all are. Yep. Full of news, full of questions, and we have the answers. But first, Comrades Corner. Welcome to Comrades Corner. I've told a couple stories now from India. Them people ain't right. And it seems there's a pattern, too. Like country songs, having to talk about mama, trains, trucks, prison, or getting drunk, India stories have to include death, monkeys, crazy government responses to citizen uprising. And today is no different. We have a monkey who went on a rampage in a small Indian village. Again. Injuring ten people and killing one. Like, what?! Stay with me, folks. It literally only gets better from here. The village, though located in the middle of the fucking monkey apocalypse, does not have any anti-rabies vaccines on hand. This, of course, sent people to the streets in protest. The lack of preparedness. The government, though, swift to act, interviewing hundreds of monkeys until they found the culprit in his usual lounging tree outside the city limits. He was captured. His status was not given. This comes just one week after a separate monkey, assumed to be of the same gang affiliation, held a bank worker hostage in a bank. Out of this entire thing, I only made up interviews, lounging tree, and gang affiliation. I shit you not. Fucking India is on another level. There's a girl in Fayetteville, Arkansas. She has commitment and dedication in a relationship at the forefront of her being. This woman, Maxine Feldstein, 30, walked into the Washington County Detention Center wearing a fake deputy's uniform, forged documents, and asked for her boyfriend's release. Then, as you would expect from TV sitcom cops, they released him. One month later, they were found, and she pled guilty to a laundry list of charges, garnishing her 30 years in state corrections. Proud of you, Max. Never give up. But let's be real. Now all you have to do is get a janitor's uniform, walk your happy ass out, and round two with the boyfriend. This time, I suggest leaving the country. Just my two cents. On the Across the pond, though, Niall Farage's Brexit party is building a huge gathering, much like Donald Trump did in the U.S., He's positioned his people in nearly every election for the parliament this week. Or not parliament, for uh, 
Mm, it's not Parliament. For the upcoming elections, with huge wins expected, they're trying something new, it seems. The breakfast Brexit party doesn't seem to be aligned in ideology. Instead, they have members of all sides of the political spectrum hoping to garnish votes from all. Seems the plan is working. In just one week's time, we'll know. Second side of this is the rumblings of Theresa May's resignation after the failed Brexit deal Wednesday. Seems to give Farage another leg up in the upcoming elections. Only time will tell. The entire area in Europe is moving to the right. France, another government who continues to hide from its people, has now a candidate who's playing the trump card as well. The world again is following the lead of the U.S., and I hope it con continues. And that's Yugoslavi Tavarishi. What the fuck language was that? What do you think? Exactly. That's not allowed here. That was Comrade's Corner in Russian. Not allowed. <clears throat> it is allowed. He literally just learned that before the show I using did. Google Translate. <laughs> he listened to it like 40 times. It was super annoying. I had to learn how to say it. It sounded like, like a four-year-old girl saying it. Yeah. Him. And I, I figured like you could change to the, to, to like a, a, a male Wow, speaker. sexist. Well, I mean, it'd just be easier to, to like... Oh, because women speak dumb. That's what he's saying. <laughs> God, not... you got that, and then the monkey story. Racist. Man. Monkeys and gangs. Come on, dude. <laughs> I truly, I didn't even think about that until I was, like, <laughs> reading it for you. And I was like, you know what? Fuck them. That's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what Hitler said. That is not what Hitler said. <laughs> Hitler meant that shit. <laughs> uh, took a turn there. Took a turn. Oh, shit. Stupid monkeys. I love monkeys, though. Dude, is that not wild? Dang. Is that not... That's the second story. It's almost the exact same. Didn't we just have well, a monkey it, story pushing people off cliffs and shit? Well, at least it wasn't a prostitute. Like well, the that's true. The orangutan oh, prostitute. Yeah, I remember that. That was awful. It was wild. Like, and I was reading... As I was telling him earlier before the, before the show, I was like, sometimes looking up Comrade's Corner stories is just incredible. Because I was reading that. I was like, this comes one week after a, a monkey held a bank worker hostage. And I'm like... How the fuck? There's a video. It's real. Well, somebody trained them, I'm sure. I mean, there's plenty of people over there that actually train these monkeys. To, like, like in Bangkok, yeah, yeah. They they yeah. actually teach them to go steal from people out of their purses and everything else while they're sitting there. It's friggin' awesome. I mean, I would. I have a question. Quest. Why did the fish vagina story not make the cut? I forgot about it. Fucking Russians. You know, we give... And we, we give. give. <laughs> you got to give like Wednesday to get it in the comrades corner. No, only because you write it literally right before the show. We give you shit the whole week. I know. And only what I see on Wednesday gets in the show. Now you know. It's because he doesn't go into our group and talk. No, we, I did. I we just we, have, we have begun to remove him from the group every weekend because he's AWOL anyway. <laughs> hey, man. I'm busy on the weekends. Um, like we're not. Huh? Like we're not. Probably not. No. Very busy on the weekends. No way. No way. No. Really. You just, you, just, you just sit around and do nothing. Nope. That is not at all what happens. <laughs> 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 no. All right. Well. 
We have a slew of updates, some Illinois news, and another edition of V3. So first... And a tornado watch. You just sent that to me, but I I literally just got the message. Yeah, we're in a tornado watch. Until 5 a.m. Tornado watch. Isn't that... No. I always get them mixed up. Okay, watch is watch out for it. Tornado warning is saying get to your basement. I feel like tornado watch should... You know what? No, that actually no, makes sense. Yeah. Like, watch out. There could be a tornado. I, warning is like, tornado warning, warning. I literally am not surprised at what you just said. But you were confused about watch and warning. I always get them mixed up. It's I don't understand how. Huh? I don't understand how. I don't know. Like seriously, like what in, would in you a week's think? Time, I'm gonna have the same conversation in my head and be like, mm, "Which one's which?" What? Okay, I'm gonna try and help you. We're gonna ha- we're gonna have a therapy session. Are here. we now? Don't help him. I want to. All right, let's do it. So, what does the <clears throat> word "watch" mean in general? Look out for. Be on the lookout. There's a possibility it could happen. <clears throat> mm-hmm. What does "warning" mean? Shit's about to hit the fan. Right, I, a good I, point. I just said that in less words. Yeah, yeah, concise Sasquatch. That's that's no, that's the game. I understand. <laughs> that's I just the name don't of the underst- game. <laughs> Bullet points. <laughs> I hear you. I'm just saying. I just don't. I can't wrap my head around that. Yeah, no, that's fair. I don't know. I guess I just assume that people have a baseline of intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> so hostile today. Good gosh. Well, I mean, it's just, those are like words that people learn and. Great grade school. Well, the, I know the only person that confuses the two. You. Who's the other person? Huh? Who else does? Do you know? I mean, I've met people who have the same conversation. It it just must be a Russian thing. I don't it's know. probably I, a Russian. Yes. Thing. Yeah. Do you, I mean, it's do a they, lack of intelligence. Do they have severe here. weather other than crazy blizzards in Russia? No. No. They do have Sharknadoes, though. Those are we real. are all out of vodka. <laughs> that's, a, that's a serious crisis. But I will say that, that uh, ignorance kind of comes into play uh, right here. A lot of Mar. Yeah, 100%. Um, I actually, she says something about ignorance. Would you like to hear it? Tell me. Yeah, go ahead. Because <laughs> what I have on her Tucker Carlson yeah. land base. I'll go into this one because it has to do with ignorance that we were just talking about. Speaking about the process that refugees go through, Omar claimed that Republicans were really good at misinformation and sort of really reorganizing facts to to sort of paint a picture that really eventually is not rooted in fact. And so it is not that they may not be knowledgeable about this, but they use it as a tool to stir up hate and division. Omar continued, and ignorance really is pervasive in many parts of this country. She's just a bitch. Well, yeah, one hundred percent. But she's she also really she's also America. a Democrat and from the left. And what the left accuses everybody else of, they are the most guilty of. But I don't think she's a hundred percent wrong. She's basically just saying people are ignorant to the way the process works, right? I mean, I, my thing is, you can take each one of the things that she says you know separately it's about how she continues to talk about america and the american people on a regular basis and or jews well okay i mean i'm not gonna you know give her any credit for her past anti-semitic remarks but this i mean 
I don't think she's wrong to say that most of the American public are ignorant on most of those things. I know. My thing is, it's just a track Okay, record. so what was she saying people are ignorant of? Well, when she was talking about the process that refugees go through, um, and in a way, she might not be wrong, but... Like I said, I can't take anything that she says as as not an attack, really, because of most of the things she says is a full on attack. Yeah, no, I understand. What you're and to say from. the right, you know, to point as the right to the ones that just skew everything. The right does. We talk about that all the time, For sure, but, but they're not the only ones. Yeah, yeah not I'll even give, close. I'll give you that. that was a full on attack, and then to calling it <clears throat> ignorant. I think it, it, to me, it sounded more like an attack than anything. Yeah, uh, and there's. You can find the audio of her saying it and everything else, but the main part is the left that just keeps backing her, saying things like, uh, you know, she has a different experience using these words, and you know, it's it's it doesn't no, she under, does, it doesn't understand. She does not have some a of different them. experience using these words. She's been in this country since 1992. Oh, I understand. Yeah, but in an area this, where those words have no negative meaning no, she's never been on a college campus she went to university no i'm not saying ever i'm, I'm just, just saying, saying she knows what she knows what she's saying now she knows no, what she's saying sure. she, it's not like this she just got to the country I'm not, I'm not defending her. Yeah. complete horse shit she is she has no excuse yeah. she is the left mm-hmm. she is a radical and she needs to assimilate to our culture for christ's sake because mm-hmm. it's clear she probably hasn't um. Yeah, like I said before, the left, and I'm not saying that the right doesn't do it. It's politics. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. But the left does it far more. They skew mm-hmm. things. Yes, they do. The I whole, don't agree with that. The left accuses everybody else of doing the exact same thing that they do. I agree with that. That's and what I, I'm saying. I, I don't agree that they do it more than the right. I think they both do it an equal part, just not at the same time. I mean, during the Obama years, I would suggest I would, I, we, we've had this argument. I, I just think that Fox is the exact same thing as CNN. They just don't do it today because today CNN's doing it. Okay, but you're you're missing my point here. I'm not saying that Fox doesn't. They aren't apolitical. They have an agenda. But right. What I'm okay, saying. Yeah. What I'm saying is, leftists in general mm-hmm. who have zero moral code. Anything goes with the left. Nine times out of ten, when they are saying, you're a racist, you're a bigot, you're a whatever, those are sometimes most of the, some of the most bigoted racial, racist people out there. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, 100%. I'm not speaking politics. I'm not speaking news media. Right. I'm no, saying hysteria, yeah. the left politicians, the people on the left, they accuse the right of being racists, Bigots, homophobes, this other thing. And who is the party that the most lives in the identity politics world? Yeah. Takes advantage of these people mm-hmm. from these different sects. It's the left. And they accuse people of doing... That this is why Donald Trump got elected. Mm-hmm. 100%. People, are gonna, people that were not racist, that are good people, are tired of being called a racist. But they're not. Yeah. They're sick of the Democratic Party's ideological crap and the, it's identity politics. That's all the Democrats yeah. do. They don't actually, if you actually try to, to debate most Democrats with fact, 
and substance? They can't because they don't have any. It's all identity politics. It's all bullshit fluff. They don't have ideas. Right, yeah. And it's 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 the same around the world now. It's getting really yeah. close. It's getting crazy. I love it. 100% agree. Anyway, Tucker Carlson kind of had a thing to say about Alana Moore on his show, I think, last week. So, for your listening pleasure. But for the left, whether the country benefits is not the point. Congresswoman Ilhan Omar, herself a symbol of America's failed immigration system, if there ever mm-hmm. was one, someone who hates this country, coming here at public expense, spent yesterday demanding the abolition of ICE, the decriminalization of illegal immigration itself, and an end to all deportation programs. She demands open borders, the unlimited arrival of anyone who wants to come to America, whether they have anything to contribute or not. And by the way, you get to pay for it. And if you don't want to, you're a bigot. Well, you know what this is really about, of course. It's not about civil rights. It's a joke. It's about money and power, their money, their power. The left has aligned with business interests that profit from cheap, obedient workers. Tucker Carlson, what he just said, that was about like the home run that Anthony Rizzo just hit. (laughs) Broke the D, dotted the D on the scoreboard in right field. Yeah? That's exactly what he just said. Tucker Carlson would be a very good carpenter. Because he hits the nail on the head every single time. Tommy's confused. No, I'm just thinking. I don't know if I agree with that last part about how they they profit off of cheap labor. That's the that's the that's the left's ideology. It's like okay. I think everybody does. I mean, I guess you really can't pinpoint it, but I mean, there's not a business in the country that gives a shit about paying an illegal immigrant to work here for half the dollar. And the ones that do, you know. Yeah, but most of the ones, I mean, you would think, it's just speculation though, that most of the time the right is the ones that are saying we don't want the illegal aliens, so most of them aren't going to hire them. Okay. So most of the people who are hiring, you would think, would definitely lean left. But speculation that just seems like that would be true. Otherwise, they're just flat-out yeah. hypocrites and they're pieces of shit anyway. I mean, I, I have a small bubble of the world, you know, but I see it, I see it differently. But I don't see... I'm just saying, if I was somebody who was strong against illegal immigration, which I am, I would I definitely agree. not hire an illegal alien just because it was cheap labor. I agree. So you would think, <clears throat> yeah. on those terms, that, yes, the left would profit more from the cheap, illegal workers than the right would. Yeah, but I don't think as many people are as morally sound as that. Especially as there should be. I, mean, I guess I should have played more of the video. I mean, that was the end of his rant with Omar, but he was talking about illegal immigration in general there in the Democratic Party and their agenda, which Mm -hmm. the video basically said it's all open borders. It's all... Yeah, so it's more about them just using the illegal immigrants for their gain. Yeah. Not so much about them being employed by the left. Yeah. Then that, okay. Yeah, yeah. Not so much employed by the left, but it's... Just becoming their slaves. They want them because they're slaves. Yeah, they want their votes. Yeah. It's like the Democrats have wanted slaves before. Yeah. We're going to give you free shit. 
and you're gonna vote for us. That's what they want. Yep. Yeah. No, that's for sure, hundred <clears throat> percent. Yeah. I just like when Tucker Carlson takes somebody down. I do fun. like Tucker Carlson takes a lot. I love when he takes them down. It's fun stuff. Well, speaking of extreme Islamic people, I have an update. Ooh. A new thing, but an update on something I talked about last year. If you think Islamist terrorists are training... Whoa, that was weird. Okay, sorry, excuse me. Uh, an alarming discovery made by the FBI of a homegrown terror compound in rural Alabama proves that America is under constant threat both from foreign and domestic enemies. Even scarier is the fact that the compound, which otherwise appeared to be a dump, has been linked to the New Mexico terror camp discovered last year. Information from FBI search warrants revealed that the compound belonged to a small group of potential terrorists who were using it as a makeshift military-style obstacle course. The property is located less than five miles outside of Tuskegee, Alabama, proving that no part of America is immune from the clear and present threat of Islamic extremists. <clears throat> another one has popped up, and I'm sure there's plenty more out there that we haven't found, but yet another one, and this one is actually linked to the New Mexico one I talked about last year. Well, on that note, um, did you guys hear there was three billboards, or not billboards, but three posters put up around Britain and New York, or maybe they were just posted online, whatever it was. One so of those them, are two different things. Well, I can't remember what the story said. I just, you, you mentioned this, and it reminded me of this. I didn't have this prepared or anything, but there was three posters. One's of Big Ben burning, and it has a quote from the Quran, hmm. and it has a jihadist in his whole garb or whatever, and then there's another one of a guy standing with a with a bomb vest on and New York City as a faded like backdrop. Hmm. And there was another one that didn't have a city that just said, you know, go get them everywhere after the yeah. after the holidays or after the holy days are over. Yeah, and see, that's that's one of the main things that's scary about ISIS or any of these mm-hmm. type of groups is that it's it's not just like a normal, you know, you don't you don't have to be a part of that actual terrorist group overseas and all this kind of stuff. It's at any time that one person just decides to just snap and say, "Yeah, fuck America." Yep. I'm, I, I agree with them. Let's make it burn. And then they go and do something stupid. Mm-hmm. That's the scariest part of it is that it's it's literally anybody. It could be your neighbor. It could be anybody that's just disgruntled Yeah, uh, about and anything. You, you actually mentioned being overseas and fighting. The original American jihadist, the guy who was, he was called the American ISIS or whatever, mm-hmm. he was actually in 2001 and 2002. He was captured. He was an American citizen who was mm-hmm. fighting with ISIS. Mm-hmm. Or, well, it wasn't ISIS then, but you know what I mean. Right. And uh, um, he's getting released tomorrow. Good times. Like, when you guys hear this, he'll already be a free man. They were, like, petitioning Trump, and they were just kind of like, guys, like, he served his 20 years. There's nothing we can do. And apparently, in the next, like, five years, there's, like, another 120 or so that are in American prisons, and they're all getting released in the next, <laughs> yeah, like, see, five years. to me, years. there shouldn't be, like, a, a 20... The, the sentencing um, should be... That's why we have Gitmo. I understand why he's not there, because he's an American citizen, and he's, right. he should but, be... But, I'm sorry, 20 years for for that is... Yeah. is, is I'm, I'm sorry. No. 
I mean, there's plenty of people who get busted for selling pot on large amounts that yeah, get marijuana. 30 years gets you know, more than or 20 more, years. you know, and it's like, these are literally terrorists. Yeah. And it's like, uh, 20 years. Yeah, like, same thing no, with- you think they're going to just, you, they're just going to be like, oh yeah, you know what? He, he changed. It's the same thing with rapists, and there are some rapists and murderers that get out. That shit is stupid. That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Like, they're getting probation now. They're not even going to prison. No. Fuck that. What? It's nuts. It's ever since, it's actually before that kid in Texas, but it happens all the time now. Our judicial system's fucked. Oh, yeah. 100%. That's ridiculous. But silver lining on the American jihadist, like, no one's... (laughs) He's not going to be walking around and people aren't going to know where he is. This motherfucker's going to have an FBI raid squad following him around every 7-Eleven he walks into. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this huh? whole thing is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And, well, I don't want to get too crazy into it because you just keep going on this, but it's like, you know, this is why America's so safe. Like, our system works. This is why I was against the travel ban. We don't have the terrorist attacks. The UK does. We get lucky. Mostly because we have the FBI and all them guys doing their work, but also because our system works, thankfully. Mm -hmm. Do explain. I'm curious. So when they were suggesting the travel ban, they said that they needed to do it. They needed to stop. I don't care about the travel ban. Okay. Why does our system work? What about our system? Proof in the pudding, man. We don't have terrorist attacks, and the UK has a lot. What part of our system works? The vetting process on bringing people in here. The the, the way that people can't get here. You know, it is it is difficult. Do I think they're not walking across the border? I'm sure they are down south. But it's much more difficult, and it's not, you know, not their main course of travel. Okay. I don't know why, but... Okay, that's not where I was uh, thinking you were going, but that's, oh, that's no. fine. Yeah, I wasn't about to get the TSA any credit. No, that's you're fine. Thing. I'm not worried about the TSA. <laughs> I was more worried about, like, you know, if you were going to praise the Patriot Act. Oh, no, fuck off. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean. I, I hear you. I hear you. you, made no, a vague, we, you made, never know, yeah, it was Tommy, vague. It was we vague. never know where you're going. You made a vague comment, and I wanted to elaborate a little no, bit. No, so. you're good. So, do you guys remember, what was it, probably six months back, Justin and Tommy had quite the brouhaha with uh, China's social credit score? Mm -hmm. Well, it's back in the news. What's going on, Tomrad? So, let me tell, did you just call me Tomrad? Yep. I don't know if it's on purpose, but I'm okay with it. (laughs) I don't know if I am. Tomrad, shut up. Yeah, Tomrad. I hate this already. I can't wait to make a shirt for him. So, anyways. (laughs) So, anyways. Um, China's social credit system is not fully operational. I've done a little bit of research. I've read a few articles from left-leaning sites. i read a few articles from right-leaning sites, seeing how people are playing it. And I did learn a little bit from both of them, which is why you should read both of them, because they're both going to give you separate perspectives, and both of them are going to give you different facts. Like, the right one didn't tell me any of the pros. The left one didn't tell me any of the, any, well, didn't tell me all of the cons. Anyways, moving into it. Um... <clears throat> I'm sure you understand what it is. I don't need to really explain it. It's just a social system of governance that is going to determine your behavior is going to determine your status really, you know, in the, in the world or in the country. So 
things that can get you a negative rating, okay? Um, loitering, uh, playing too much video games, that's one. Um, sharing fake news, that's one. Uh, these things are um, designed to make you the ideal citizen for the government. You know, they don't they don't want dissension. They don't want people thinking for themselves. They want you thinking what the government wants you to think. China is honestly a successful North Korea. If you really think about it. So, you can't say anything against the, against the government. Because if you do, that is fake news. And if you share anything that praises Donald Trump currently... That will be fake news. If our relationship gets better, maybe that'll change. And loitering, okay, fair. You know, smoking in non-smoking areas, okay, fair. But I think a ticket handled that pretty well before. Uh, playing too much video games, what if that's your job? What if you have a Twitch account and you make a shitload of money playing video games? Are you still going to get a negative credit score because your job is a negative attribute? Some of the limits, once you get a bad bad rating. Plane tickets. <clears throat> There's already been people who have lost plane tickets because of their social credit score. Mm-hmm. There are people who, they're uh, throttling down your internet speeds. That is a directly connected to watching too much TV slash playing too much video games. Porn. Porn. Porn is actually one. Um, luxury options. So if you want to ride first class, you'll be told no. Um, schools, if you want to go to a school that has a better system, you know, you want to go to a private school in China, you can't do it. No dice. Not if you have a bad, bad, scrape, bad grading, <laughs> bad rating. Um, you're not allowed. Uh, how about if you want that really good job that you're completely qualified for? If it's a good job, you might not get it because of your social credit score. Uh, the implementation of this right now is only in city and what would be considered county government, small government. It's not being rolled out on the national scale until 2020. But uh, to keep you in line, some of the perks are you'll be promoted on dating sites. You'll get discounts on your rent, discounts on your utilities. You'll get better rates for loans. And, I mean, just sounds great if you decide to be the model citizen for China. Mm-hmm. This is the same country that has labor camps, a.k.a. concentration camps, where if you disagree with the government's position, they just throw you in there and they basically just work you to death until they can torture you to death. This is a real thing. I mean, it's well documented. Mainstream media has reported on this in, in the last couple months, I think. Maybe even the last year. Maybe it was longer ago than that, I thought. But uh, people are talking about this. There's a guy now who goes to China with a family to talk about getting the remains of a sister who was killed or who died of natural causes, heart attack at 30, in one of these concentration camps. And they won't release the body until unless the family agrees that the, she died of natural causes. And their response is, you have no proof she died of natural causes, and their response is, then you can't have the body. 
this guy has manufactured, well, or bought, you know, because anybody can get them now, spy cameras. Little, like, earrings that are cameras, keychains that are cameras, stuff like that. And he goes into these concentration camps, and he has video of the conditions of people working, of people being whipped, of people being chained to beds and just dead. They're already dead. Um, malnourished people, family in there crying over dead bodies. Like, this is real. This is It's 2019, and this is happening in one of the most developed countries in the world. I mean, fuck. Just saying. So, yeah, the social credit system should just be fucking great. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's, that's where that's at now. 2020, one more year, and it's going full, full scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the... Uh... And the shit part of it is, they want that over here. Oh, yeah. I mean, we have major corporations that were started in this country that have well, moved over there. And and we've, dis- we, we've discussed this before. I think we are actually in a worse position than China is on this. I think our social credit score is our outrage culture. Like, you have to mind your P's and Q's. You can't say certain things. You get kicked off Twitter. You get kicked off Facebook. You can do this. And, I mean, the conservative side of the world is like, no, free speech is free speech. But there is a lot of our country who is just kowtowing to this idea idea that if you don't speak this way, if you don't act this way, you're a bad person. <clears throat> yeah, but we're not. We're definitely not worse. I don't know. Ours is voluntary. Are you going to a concentration camp? Hey, Are you getting whipped and killed? Neither. Hey, or- hey, hey, I'm talking about the social credit score, not not the concentration camps and the craziness. The people, the people in the social credit score. You don't think they're intertwined? Not right now. I'm just saying, like right now, as it stands, I think like we have voluntarily given up what they talk about, like the social credit score system, and it's only getting worse. And no one is doing anything to to really attempt to stop it. It's the same thing with identity politics and that you can't say this, use your pronouns, do this, all this mandatory stuff or you're a horrible person is voluntary social credit scoring. At least their government's forcing the people to do it. Yeah. I can see some truth to that. And maybe, maybe I'm making it more extreme, but well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Social media definitely has a hand in that. Mainstream media has a hand in that. Definitely. Banks. Shaping a narrative. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. It's definitely an issue The here. censorship thing is real. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Laura Loomer, the banks, you can't bank. A lot of conservatives. Mm-hmm. My thing being why we're not worse off is the fact <laughs> that it's as of right now, it's limited to just, you know, disagreeing with the left and, the, you know, the ideologies. It's not like I... I didn't use the crosswalk. I rolled through a stop sign. I all those things at literally everything you do on your day-to-day basis <clears throat> goes against their credit score, not just yeah. being more <clears throat> famous and pissing off the left. That's true. That's I'll where I'm saying that. it's not worse. Yeah. And it's like it's not happening to us so much. Yes, we get censored somewhat and everything else, but not people like not as bad as people like Charlie Kirk or, you know, different things like that where they're actually getting Kansas ran out of places where, you know, we're not a big enough name for that. So we're mostly safe. You know, we're not losing any bank loans or bank accounts or anything like that because we don't have the name. 
but these are just everyday regular people who are getting nailed because they jaywalked. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm saying we're not at. We're not worse. Yeah. We're far from that. <clears throat> it's not good, but I think we're yeah. we're far from that. Yeah, I'll, I'll. I mean, yeah, I'll agree with that. I think I think we're closer than I think more people think. But I also think we're actually starting to do something about it. Like there are things happening now. Whereas six months ago or, or three months ago, whenever I mentioned it before, no one was doing shit. And I was like, this has this has the potential to go where, you know, it could. But I don't know. My two cents on the social credit score, sons mm-hmm. of bitches. And China in general, motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, that's just the, it's just crazy. I, I can see, I mean, sort of what you're saying. Mm-hmm. A lot of things that happen in this country are voluntary because we still have our freedoms. Mm-hmm. We just happen to have a country that has got quite a few people that are brainwashed, indoctrinated, and downright, um, what's the word I want to say? Ignorant. Pawns. A- apath- yeah. Apathetic. Apathy is the biggest disease mm-hmm. our country has. People, oh, they see something in passing. No, that's the truth. Not everybody. Mm-hmm. Quite a few. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talked about ignorance earlier with not knowing this or that. Mm-hmm. Part of that's apathy. Part of it, that's just our way of life. We're busy. We're distracted. There's lots of distraction. Um, but if we want to keep things the way they are or improve them more and more people are going to have to get off that apathy train yeah for sure Mm -hmm. so we talked about loonies so um we have any abortion updates yes we do dr warren m hearn who was the partial subject of a blistering anti-abortion video released by stephen crowder in february writes in his op-ed Pregnancy is a life-threatening condition. Women die from being pregnant. We have known that for thousands of years. He continued by listing uh, possible complications from pregnancy, including uh, pregnancy always comes with some irreducible risk of death. He adds that the measure of risk to a woman's life from pregnancy itself is called the maternal mortality ratio. That is the number of women who die of causes related to or aggravated by pregnancy per 100,000 live births. Hearn compares the maternal mortality, excuse me, maternal mortality ratio, that is really hard to say, uh, in the United States in 2018. The 20.7 per thousand to the abortion mortality rate of 98 to 2010, which was 0.7 per 100,000 procedures the death rate of early abortion procedures those that took place within the first eight weeks of the pregnancy was less than 0.3 per 1,000 or 100,000 he then concludes that pregnancy is dangerous abortion can be life-saving he said a woman a woman's life and health are at risk from the moment that a pregnancy exists in her body whether she wants to be pregnant or not okay so that is literally a hundred percent contrary to what you te- what they teach you in like EMT class 
or, or going to paramedic class or even nursing classes I've heard, as I've heard from other mm-hmm. nurses, they tell you that pregnancy is a completely natural thing. Mm-hmm. Women have been doing it for thousands of years without yeah. you. They're going to be fine. Just help. Yeah. Like that's all you're supposed to do. That's just why watch his, it happen. That's why his argument is using the mortality rate saying that it's 20 per 20 per thousand when he, but then see, this is what we talk about with statistics and yeah. the numbers that they use. That is 20 per thousand. And then he does the 0.7 per 100,000 procedures. So he changes the number. Mm-hmm. They actually went with a much higher number. And it's like to compare the two is just ridiculous. That it, it doesn't mean it's and that's, that's any. It doesn't mean it's any more dangerous or anything like that. It's it's just. What year was that? Which one? The twenty per thousand. Twenty per twenty eighteen. But then for the for the abortion one, he went from ninety eight to two thousand ten. Okay. Well, as I don't know, maybe 2018 is that way, but in 2015, it was only 14 per 100,000. Right. And just FYI, we are 138th on the list out of 184. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a really dumb thing to even bring up just to just to be pro-abortion, just for the fact that any anything like that can have complications just like any kind of procedure uh going to the dentist can be you know you can have problems you're not gonna most likely you're not gonna die from just going to the dentist and having right. oral surgery but hey something could go wrong yeah it, the complications happen and it's not a surgery necessarily when you're having a baby unless it's a c-section and everything but like shit happens there's a lot of things that can go wrong there's a lot of times where people do bleed out pretty well and you know they have issues i've known people who are fine they've had multiple Mm -hmm. kids and but they had that one that they had some major complications it happens but it's to to use that as an excuse that to say that it's dangerous you should just abort is outrageous this is what the whack job left does Mm -hmm. i mean last week i think i sent you guys a link to a Twitter thing that somebody sent me when I was arguing with them about abortion and stuff like that. It was nuts. It was crazy. But this is what they do. Last week, people were talking about... You talk to anybody who's pro-choice about it. Not anybody, but a lot of people that are far left. They were bringing up the... uh, It always comes up. Um, Rape and incest. Mm -hmm. Yep. What did that? What did we say last week that that was? What point nine percent? It's less than point five percent of point five. all reasons of abortions. Yeah, it's not even one percent. So yeah. they're you, they're percent. using this is what they do. Mm-hmm. They're using something that most people would consider reasonable. Okay, we don't want that to happen, and they're using it to justify abortion as birth control because they know mm-hmm. that the what n- almost ninety percent of the reasons is just because they're not ready to have a kid. They know that that doesn't pull on your heartstrings, but rape and incest does pull on the heartstrings. So yeah. they're going to use that less than half a percent to pull on your heartstrings. And like I said last week, that's where the right should just be like, yeah, you're right. That's where we should draw the line. Mm-hmm. And then the argument's over. And then, like, then, they, then they have to show their cards and be like, no, we want more. It's like, 
Yeah, that is. I would say that that's a good strategy. But, but I think this is just the typical tactic of the left. They do it with every damn. Thing. Oh, I know. We talk about yeah. guns. And Gun the controls show. the exact same way. And, and you know, we the need right's... to ban the AR-15. Less than one percent. But you know, the, a yeah. lot of the people on the right are not going to just be, you know, just say like, okay, that's where we'll draw the line. You oh, know, I know. You'd think that you know, because a lot of people are just you know flat out against it. I'm not even that. You know, I'm I'm not. Incest is that's a weird area, and I don't know what the actual percentage on the. Rape was the less than half a percent. It doesn't necessarily say incest. Mm. Uh, that I, I that isn't really ever like that. If you look up any like CDC percentages, incest isn't on there. It's probably because it's a gross number. It's, it's, it's <laughs> any number is just, a gross number. It's either that or probably it's even smaller. I'm sure it doesn't even register. But as far as like rape, you know, I personally I've seen you know articles and stuff where people are like, yeah, I'm a product of a rape, and mm. I'm really happy that. I'm here. Uh, that I did not get aborted because yeah. they live a perfect life. Right. And it sucks. I don't want people to get raped, but, you know, it doesn't mean it's, you know, I don't know. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's, I agree. We're not getting into that argument. We're, we'll, the three of us will sit here and have an actual conversation about it yeah. and be reasonable about talking about it. It's not, mm, my right. body, my choice, blah, 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 yeah. blah. And, it's, and then you bring up morality. Not even morality, but yeah, morality. You can be. You can not so much be, morality. Yeah, not so much morality. Not so much truth. <laughs> anyway, that you, you bring up. Well, you say the two A's: abstinence and abstinence anal. and anal. Boom. Yeah, but it's just like you, you, personal responsibility mm-hmm. is a big thing that doesn't get talked about. I'm not ready. Fine, you can not open your legs, or you cannot. There's other things to to to. For pleasure. Yeah. There's plenty of other things you can do. If you're not ready to pay the piper, then you might not want to dance, you know? Mm-hmm. Put your dancing shoes away. If you don't want to get... I heard somebody talk... I don't know. It might have been a while ago, but somebody called pregnancy a disease. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I if, brought that up. If it's a disease, it's the most preventable one out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not saying don't be a whatever. I'm a, I'm a giant... Whore sex sex is awesome. I'm I, I suggested to a lot but of people. I, are you it's, a fan? it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you know what? There's consequences. You know what? If you like to go fast, I'm sure speeding in your car is pretty awesome. It is. I've never done it personally. Um, but like, okay. Okay, I have. But I want to go over 100 mile an hour. Mm-hmm. That's a good time. Get in Tommy's basic bitch mobile. Fly <laughs> down the road. Just Oof. listening to Russian Christmas music. It's going to be a good time, but you get pulled over and you end up going to jail. That's a fucking consequence to doing something that you like. It's true. Sorry. Same thing. I just. I just don't understand why somebody would want to use abortion as a form of birth control. Because that just seems to be what most of them want. Yeah. Over 95%. It's nuts. You got to force them to. It's crazy. Where do males get a say in anything you don't either. but you see the thing is like, you know but if, we if, damn sure can get our na- nuts nailed to the cross if we get married have a child get divorced and get fucked over by the family court system mm-hmm. it, not even marriage and divorce and all that if you end up having a kid and she wants to keep it if she wants your money she's taking your fucking money mm-hmm. you know but you know so if and i've said it before i'm sure i've said it on the show this is one of my biggest arguments is that 
If a woman doesn't want to be a mother, she can go abort it, whether the father, has, he doesn't have a say. She can go and kill that baby. But if a, the the male doesn't want to be a father, he's a deadbeat piece of shit, and he's going to have to pay the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. It's a screwed up system. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, if you want to do something, take the precautions mm-hmm. to, you don't want to get an STD, do you? And, no. You know, and I will say this to the people who are pro-choice, whether you're left or you're wherever you are, if you, if you are pro-choice, the problem that the you know that the pro-lifers have with being able to have a civil conversation is because of people like this in this article that say that it's oh it's just dangerous you should just abort it or it's a disease or it's that's that's the main issues is you have these fucking whack jobs. Who are speaking for the masses, basically, and that's what's putting a worse spin on things, and that's why people don't even want. It. They're like, no, absolutely not. We're not going. We're not. We're not okay with this. And the problem is, those are the people who are getting heard more than the people who are just on the, you know, like you know, I'm well, okay, I'm pro-choice when it comes to rape. You don't hear those as much this, because you have these people like in New York and all these different other states who are just like, yeah, ah, no, all the way up until the thing is born, kill it. Yep. That's the issue. Or there is no in-between here that a people can communicate with I, because it's always going either really far this way or really far the other direction. And I'll say, that when they did that, the, the crazy bills of Virginia and, and uh, New York, support for pro-life went way up. Mm-hmm. Like, There's a lot of people in the middle who were like, no, I don't have a problem with abortion. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. There's extremes, and they push the envelope. Just like we've talked about with transgenderism and, and, and all these different things, you know, all of a sudden, it, you know, they want to push as far as they can go. Do we have a vocal minority of gun owners that are loud and vocal about, like, wanting tanks and shit? Nope, not last time I checked. Yeah, so that's exactly the difference between... The left and the right. Not that the right is completely holy, mm-hmm. but we just want to keep what we have. Yeah, we're not saying we don't. Everything should be legal. Yeah, they want everything legal. Not all of them, mm-hmm. but the, the the very like he was just saying the ones the very loud the voice. voices over there. Mm-hmm. That's what they want. Yeah, and it pushes everyone else further away from making a deal. And coming together and coming, you know, and it's not about, you know, instead of going like, oh, I'm going to go more with the left on this one. or I'm going to go more on the right. We need to be coming together and be moving forward, not left or right. Yeah. The only direction we should be moving is forward. I and that should be said. That, that could be said about everything that we fucking talk about in this country. And and we talk about these bills, like especially the ones that have just come out in Alabama and all the, the conservative states. Missouri is working on one, you know, with these heartbeat bills. And they're saying that it's going to be. Uh, push the Supreme Court, and they're going to overturn Roe v. That Wade. That was their point, right? Was to get it to the Supreme Court, right? Now, I don't think Roe v. Wade is going to get overturned, but I could see the Supreme Court drawing a line in the sand and being like, "This is as far as it can go." No this is what. as far as it, yeah, exactly. This is as far as it can go. Everything after this is irresponsibility. Mm-hmm. Everything before this is reasonable because of X. You know, whatever, if, whether it's heartbeat. Whether it's brain function, mm-hmm. whether it's viable, whether it can survive on its own, yeah. you know, I mean, we pull Granny's cord when she's yeah. on life support, 
if the baby can't survive outside the womb, well, what is this? Because you keep taking your headphones off, and it freaks me out, and I think it's a fucking tornado. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just hearing noises. I don't know. I heard it too this time, and I was like, is Godzilla outside? I don't know. I don't know. I think we're all right. All right. Nothing but yeah, no, and I definitely see what you're, what, what you're saying spots. there, and and it's yeah. it's you know, and like we talked about the left going as far left as they can. It's like that's what like the heartbeat bill, you know, and a lot mm-hmm. of people, you know, they might actually want it to be there and everything else, and I think it's awesome personally, but it's like. It's like, oh, okay, you want to go up until it's born, we're going to say, boom, we're going to drop it to the other end, and then we're going to have a fucking discussion in the Supreme Court. Yep. And I totally understand why they did that. Like, me and and the wife talked about this. She's like, this is crazy. And I was like, it is crazy. But so is what they did two months ago. And this is pushing the envelope to get get a seat at the table at the the Supreme Court. Yep. You want to go far left, we'll go far right, and then we'll have a discussion. And FYI, talking about the Supreme Court, now Gorsuch and Kavanaugh have both now sided with the left on certain rulings. So not exactly the uh, hard right judges that the left was selling when they were in their confirmation hearings. Sounds like we have people that have the ability to use logic and make the right choice. This is wild. Oh my God, we can't have this. (laughs) (laughs) We can't have a fair court. These two new justices are not swamp creatures. I mean, Kavanaugh kind of is, but he's not acting like one. Right. Yet. I didn't say. Everybody has I know the ability to. We They're give doing time. good things. Yeah, give them time. We'll call them out when we need to. We'll call them out when it's needed to, and we'll give them credit when it's needed. Right now, it's needed. For sure. I still see his green eyes and just want to beady eyes. Okay. So. The Warhawks. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what a hawk sounds like. <laughs> Pretty sure it's like a screech, crow. a crow. Yeah, a, a, a hawk is like. I was doing evolution, dude. Okay, cool. So the war hawks are trying to drum up us invading Iran, and Mr. Trump did an interview. Well, he's been tweeting a lot, saying some things, which mm-hmm. I don't disagree with. But also, he did an interview Sunday, last Sunday, on Fox with a dude. And he had things to say about Iran and the military-industrial complex. What is the military-industrial complex, you ask? Let's find out. July 1947. The war is through, and a global power shift has made the United States a military superpower. To maintain that status, Harry Truman and his cabinet created the National Military Establishment, renamed in 1949 the Department of Defense. It houses a standing army unlike any the world has seen before, and commands that fighting force from a new home, the Pentagon, finished in 1943. But even as post-war military spending bottomed out in 1949, another budget climb was on the way. By 1952, it topped $500 billion adjusted for inflation. That's a spending level matched only twice in the time since. The new priority, halting the spread of communism. The Korean War and the beginning of the Cold War with the Soviet Union would dictate American military spending for the next four decades. Our 
nation. All the things we believe in are in great danger. This danger has been created by the rulers of the Soviet Union. We will build up our own army, Navy and Air Force, and make more weapons for ourselves and our allies. By 1953, as many as one million Korean, Chinese, American, Soviet, and British soldiers were dead or missing. In Washington, a new president took office, former General Dwight Eisenhower, a Republican. Despite his military background, Eisenhower oversaw a steep decline in defense spending. By the end of his eight years, he cut the Pentagon's budget by more than $200 billion in today's dollars and delivered high-profile warnings about future military buildup. Now, this conjunction of an immense military establishment and a large arms industry is new in the American experience. We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. Every gun that is made, every warship launched, every rocket fired signifies, in the final sense, a theft from those who hunger and are not fed, those who are cold and are not clothed. This world in arms is not spending money alone. It is spending the sweat of its laborers, the genius of its scientists, the hopes of its children. The cost of one modern heavy bomber is this, a modern brick school in more than 30 cities. Is there no other way the world may live? We have tremendous... So, yeah, that was fun. You wanted me to stop the video. What would you like to say? Uh, when Eisenhower says the military-industrial complex there, he was originally, it was originally written in his speech to say the military-industrial legislative complex. And they wrote it out. They said no. Because it is Congress who gives the military-industrial complex the power it has. Yeah, they have the power of the purse. Right. So they are the ones that make it as powerful as it is, yeah. and they wouldn't. They took it out of his speech. Yeah, it's, it's Eisenhower. Was he did a lot of good things? Mm-hmm. That was one of the best things he did was warn us about all this garbage that's going on that's happened today. Mm-hmm. So. From that, we're going to go to this because Trump had some comments. Um, so here we go. This power economically. If I can solve things economically, that's the way I want it. So you, re- you can reassure people you're not looking for some kind of conflict in Iran. And- well, I'm the one that talks about these wars that are 19 years and people are just there. And don't kid yourself. You do have a military industrial complex. They do like war. You know, in Syria with the caliphate. So I wipe out 100% of the caliphate. That doesn't mean you're not going to have these crazy people going around blowing up stores and blowing up things. These are seriously ill people. I don't want to say, oh, they're wiped out, you know, ISIS. But I wiped out 100% of the caliphate. I say, I want to bring our troops back home. The place went crazy. They want to keep, you have people here in Washington. They never want to leave. I say, you know what I'll do? I'll leave a couple of hundred soldiers behind. But if it was up to them, They'd bring thousands of soldiers in. 
someday people will explain it. Well, this but, is an but example. You do have you do have a group, and they call it the military-industrial complex. They never want to leave. They always want to fight. No, I don't want to fight. But you do have situations like Iran. You can't let them have nuclear okay. weapons. You just can't let that happen. I mean, that's calling it out like Eisenhower did. Yep. Mm -hmm. That makes me feel better about things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The people he has around him, some of them are awful. And the media is trying to trump it up, make mm -hmm. it bigger than it is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was having a conversation this last week with a guy talking to him about Iran. He's like, well, you know, and he, you know, I was like, yeah, I think, I think it's overstated. I don't think it's going to be as big as it is being said it's going to be you know like you were like we were saying right there like he, he doesn't want to go over there he doesn't want him to have nukes and if he's got to do what he's got to do he's got to do what he's got to do yeah I don't like, know. it's like that big tweet he had he's like you know keep puffing your chest out and doing this I mean they dropped a bomb that landed they a fired mile from the embassy, embassy yeah mm -hmm. yeah no I, I don't want us to go there and I don't think I don't either I don't but th I think the difference between Trump and the past administrations we've had, they've been pretty damn weak. I, I think the uh, I think if we were actually going to go to war again, I think he would change. We're gonna go like we should go to war, like in World War Two. Yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna kick the door down. We're gonna knock the house down. We're gonna blow out the windows and we're gonna go home. Yeah, there's not gonna be any of this. Bullshit that's happened. We're not setting up bases. No. We're walking in, we're walking out. Mm hmm And I agree. I think that's the way it should be. Honestly, I thought about it this week, too. I was like, you know, he, we have special forces. We have guys who are, who do, like, crazy things. You, think, you know, SEAL Team 6. Mm hmm They're not the only ones. There's many of these oh, small yeah. group super soldiers you can they call them. They were just them, number you know? six. <laughs> <laughs> so you can, you know, they can all go. You know, send them all over there. Just assassinate the shit out of all the leaders over there. And just be like, okay, hey, Iran, your government, they're all dead. Start over. Have a I good day. I think the Iranian people would love that. They would love that. Because they actually <clears throat> like us. Exactly. There's tweets mm -hmm. all there's tweets all day from Iranians talking about how awesome America is. And, hey, it's not us. It's their government. And we understand. And we hate them, too. That's the only way I would be okay with us doing anything. Go in there, fuck shit up, and go home. Mm-hmm. You could do it. Honestly, we're, we're we're the United States of America. We could do it in a day. Yeah. I, but Congress needs to authorize it. Well, yeah. That needs to be a thing. Yeah. And I think if the threat was great enough, I think they would. Mm -hmm. I just, you know, yeah. and, I, and not to, obviously not to side with Iran and everything, but you got to think some of these countries who feel a little closed in when they're coming, I mean, I mean, look how many bases, U.S. bases are around Iran. I mean, it completely circling Surrounded them. them, yeah. There's a lot. I mean, you'd feel a little uncomfortable, too, if Iran had a shit ton of bases surrounding America. I mean, they'd be in the yeah. water, but in <laughs> Canada, Mexico. But I'm just saying, if we were encircled by other people, it would feel pretty sketchy. Mm -hmm. It's not like the word launching rockets all the time or anything right now, but yeah. it's just compared yeah comparatively um so i mean yeah we need we need to we've talked about that before about how many bases are out there and everything else it's like we definitely need to back down on yeah. a lot of those there's no reason to have 30 or i'm just throwing a number 30 bases around iran 
Mm-hmm. And there could be more, there could be less. I don't know. But there, I know, I've seen a map, and it's there's, an arbitrary there's number. quite a few. Yeah. And it's, I think it's unnecessary. But I'm just a lowly podcaster. Yay, Trump, on that aspect. But yes, absolutely. Yeah, that was good, Trump. Yeah, I would love for him to get rid of these neocon assholes. Warhawk, bloodthirsty, war I, boner. I don't give a shit if they're there or not, as long as he keeps them in line. But I just think if he had better people, we'd have better policy. Well, that's probably true. Like, I would love... Okay, so we talk about Tulsi Gabbard. Yes. Oh, yeah. I would, A, love to see her in John Bolton's position. Or, B, love to see her in Mike Pence's position. Pence, I think Pence's position would be a waste of her. Her talent. Her her ability. I know, but she's in his ear constantly. Mm-hmm. That's true. I, yeah, I I think she would do. She would be pretty good in, in uh, Bolton's position. One hundred percent. It's not like she doesn't understand the military. She was in the military up until like just a couple of years ago. If, yeah. if she might still be in, actually. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, I don't know if you can. I know can. she I don't was. Know you, I don't can. know if you can hold be. office, can you? Or not? Well, she was is one hundred percent accurate. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But um, no, she's she's amazing. Yeah, if it wasn't for Trump, she'd probably have my vote. Yep. Es- especially if a Bush was. <sighs> Jeb gets round three picked out. That'd be sweet if she. And if some, I just, her and Trey Gowdy as like president, <laughs> vice president duo. That would be amazing. I don't know if that would work. I mean, I don't think it could ever happen. No. They had to you be, know what I'd like to see? I just really like them both. You know what I would like to see Gowdy do some awesome You know what I would like to see? We're going to go to Fantasyland. I don't do it I much. I love Fantasyland. Nice. It's my favorite place. Ooh. What if, now I would like to see the third, the, the two-party system go away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. I would like to see the Republican nominee for president and the Democratic nominee for president. They would have to pick a polar opposite running mate. This is like wife swap on TV. What if? What if? <laughs> no, did? I'm just saying. Like, what if like Trump had to pick a reasonable Democrat to be his mm-hmm. running mate? And what okay. if, let's say. Biden has to pick a reasonable Republican to be his running mate. How about how about we take your mm. fantasy level up a notch, and whoever wins the presidency gets the other person as their vice president? I don't like that world because do you know who our vice president would be right now? Who? What? Oh, right now. Good yeah. gosh! I thought, I'm, th- I'm thinking 2020. I'm thinking 2020. <laughs> Like, I was like, dude, what, I you mean, how do brought, you know? You, like, this was your idea. You don't even know who the vice president no, was. Wasn't. Okay, so let's be real. Look at all the 24 people running. Do you <laughs> want any of those 24 people to be vice president? Tulsi. Okay, one. But but she has a snowball's chance in hell against getting that nomination. Yeah, Bernie would be cool. No, no, he would not. He's the vice... Okay, let's be real, though. They're the Shut vice, his mic off. Again, again, they're the vice president. They don't have any p- real power. They do a lot of things under, behind the scenes. And I'm not talking like just... 
I guess it would be like crazy obstruction happening, I'm sure. Yeah. Left and right. Even if you did it your way. But in fantasy land, that wouldn't happen. Not to mention, do you, you, I mean, how, you think they're pushing him for impeachment right now? Yeah, no shit. If they knew for a fact that Hillary would get in next because they impeached the president or killed him off. Oh, yeah. There'd be, there'd be presidential it's, assinations it's, every four it, years. It, what if they had four to pick, years? It'd be a constant, just boom, <laughs> boom, several every four years. What if they had to pick a libertarian? I like that. Yeah, I do too. Because they would throw. They should pick a random podcasters. It would no from from Illinois. <laughs> they would say, that, dude, that, having a libertarian as the vice president would throw both parties off their. Game. Oh yeah, it would bring a lot of people more into the voting for libertarians. Yeah, I think I don't know because they'd see more of them. It'd be a bigger show of them. What do you think the turnout's going to be like next year? I don't know. I, I think it's going to go down. It depends on who runs. I don't think we're done getting people from the Mm-mm. from the Democrats. Yeah, really? I know. I know the at, deadline's coming up, but man, at least I, another thirty more. <laughs> I, I'm not even worried about the thirty. The ones that are out there, minus Tulsi Gabbard, who doesn't have a chance, which she should have a chance. The Democrats had a head had their heads out of their ass would be yeah. their nominee. No kidding. But I honestly think all the independent minded Democrats have bounced from the Democratic Party. And honestly, no difference is I think all the independents on the right have done the same thing. I think uh, I think twenty twenty is going to be the the election for independence. Fine, you interrupted me. I oh, sorry, there. I didn't. I thought you were. No, I don't disagree with that point. That could be very well true. There's no excitement on the left. None of these candidates are worth a shit. Mm-hmm. Bernie is a sellout. The Bernie Bros, most of them, they see him as a traitor. You didn't stand up for yourself mm-hmm. when you got fucked last time. I wouldn't be surprised at all if Michelle Obama ran. And I think your turnout goes up at that point. Yeah, a lot. She did just release a book this year. It was number one bestseller. I, I just don't see any wow factor on the left right yeah. now. And I think in the next two months, I would say over 50% I don't, I don't know, of them drop. I don't know when the deadline is to put your name in the hat. Yeah. But if it's six months from now, I can see Michelle Obama. Oh, I'll be your savior. Yeah, I, I mean, I could see that pretty easily. Because most people don't know this, but she was actually the head honcho until uh, he ran for president. Like, even when he was a senator, she was the one, like, I guess the the pants of the relationship, if you will. Like, he worked for her. I thought you were going to say he worked for him. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but she was... She uh, had the dick in the relationship? Yeah, no. She, she was the head honcho. She was the, the big dog, you know. And then he got president and all that changed. And everybody's like, oh, Barack Obama's the best person in the world. And his first lady, Michelle Obama, is cool. When two years before that, it was Michelle Obama is the person, and who's that guy? You know? And people don't realize that. So her running as president is actually a, a decent threat that people don't understand because she has a lot of substance to her 
She's not just a first lady. And I could see her coming in like the last day possible just yeah. to shake some shit up. Oh, and she, and she would, really. Mm-hmm. She, and I think that would be a difficult She'd be election. coming in, schlinging dick, just... Dick slapping left and right as she walked through the door. Splash holy water on your balls. I mean, no, seriously, that would be a really tough election for Trump, I think, if she, if she jumped on the board. Unfortunately, yeah. I think half of the black voters that voted for Obama, though are ready to vote for Trump next round. There is a huge black support for Trump now. Mm-hmm. It's almost, I think it's over doubled now. Nice. But, or since the election at least. But, yeah, nuts. I'm looking, I'm trying to find when the deadline is. We'll I, keep stalling. So how about that tornado that's going to rip the roof off here in about 10 minutes? I don't minutes? know, he gotten windy. All, yeah, he, we, I don't we know took if the mic's picking up or not, but it's, it's, it has gotten uh, windier. Yeah. But so far, no other warnings. I guess you got to Hope everybody else in Illinois is safe. There was a tornado in Missouri, though. Tonight? Really? Any... Yep. Uh, I didn't see anything massive damage or anything yeah. but i i don't i don't know that for for certain tis the season man it's crazy did the lights flicker or was that just me you're on drugs i'm freaking again. myself out man i think it's because we all have headphones on <laughs> even if there was <laughs> one coming we wouldn't know <laughs> but you have your phone so uh, it definitely would alert you since we're stalling uh cubs did win matt uh, eight to four yeah. against the Phillies. Wow, that means Rizzo's homer was. Well, I guess I don't know what's that grand slam. I don't know how I, many were on base. I don't I know. Just, yeah. Either way, it was a <laughs> he got the fucking <laughs> killer. He went down and got that bitch too. That was uh, he dug. That was uh. I can't find head. it anywhere, but you know it's coming up. We'll figure it out. I'll, yeah. I'll update it next week. But yeah. There, there's literally nobody exciting on the left. They're all crazy. They are all virtue signaling up and down every day. Ridiculousness. So, speaking of ridiculousness, ridiculousness. Before we do that, what we forgot to put something on the board. What Nevada? Oh yeah, go for it. Um, yeah, that was the 2020. Yeah, we totally forgot all about it. Dummy. So. Love you. No, it wasn't me. I don't do the board. So anyways. Um, it wasn't on the board in the yeah, picture. Exactly. <laughs> See? But we talked about it. So it's been brought to my attention that Nevada has passed a bill or is trying to pass a bill to pass all of their electoral votes to whoever gets the popular vote in the election. Right? Um, did some digging in on this. I was like, you know, this is kind of some big news. That's crazy. I can't believe they could do that. Can they even do that? Is that legal? Is this allowed? Like, can we just be like, stop being silly? No, we can't. You know how I know this? Because it's already law in 11 states and D.C. It is law in California, Connecticut, the District of Columbia, Hawaii, Illinois, Maryland, Massachusetts, New Jersey, New York, Rhode Island, Vermont, and Washington. Yeah, I said Illinois. Illinois passed it in 2007 and 2008. 
which makes sense because in 2004, Gore lost by X amount of nothing and had the popular vote, if I do remember correctly, right? I don't remember. I th- I, th- I think that was the last Gore popular was, vote no, madness. Gore didn't run. That was 2000. 2000? Who ran in 2004? Kerry. Kerry. Uh, then I don't know. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so this is the thing. 11 states, I said, and District of Columbia have passed this law, and it is in... Um, 30, no, 36 legislative chambers and 23 states have now passed national popular vote bill. So the states are circumventing the electoral college one by one on their own. And I mean, this blows my mind. I can't even believe this is a thing. Well, I tell you what, this might be the start of the next civil war. That's the case because if this becomes a thing, I mean, we're in Illinois. Our vote doesn't count anyway, but. Because of this. Well, yeah. well, not really. I mean, it really doesn't compounding, but. Yeah, it compounds it. Exactly. But that just means that the population centers get what they want all the time, every time. Right. Yep. And that's not our government. Mm-mm. And if if it were to happen, I would love for it to uh, work in the right's favor. Just, it would be really, really enjoyable to watch. Wouldn't that be hilarious if Trump got the popular vote, but Michelle got the, huh. uh, like what he did there, the electoral votes, just because of what he's done in the last four years? I don't think it's possible, but mm-hmm. for him I'd to get like the to popular. I don't think so. I don't know, man. I think I don't. Think well, I don't know. You, we would have to have record, record, record turnout, and he'd have to win some population centers, and that is not a thing. I don't. Think, you think he's going to win Chicago? Well, okay, L.A., put it New this, York. No, 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 no. It doesn't. Hold on. I don't think that's as important as you're putting it on. How many? How many votes did he lose to Hillary Clinton by? Wasn't very much. I think he has gained that ground, perhaps, but in I, I just don't. your population mm-hmm. centers. But Michelle Obama is a markedly better candidate than Hillary Clinton as well. Yes, one hundred percent. No, she, if if she actually runs, that's a scary election. Yeah, and I don't even know why they're why. I mean, maybe it is for the wow factor of waiting to to boost energy. I mean, I'm just saying it's speculation, but Obama has not endorsed Biden. And Biden yeah. can say all he wants that he doesn't want him to endorse him. But <laughs> yeah. Deep down, he's like, you prick. <laughs> I, I, I think that's a lot of the reason why Biden waited so long. He was like, hey, Michelle, are you, are you running? And I don't think they're going to yeah. lose slip on it <laughs> if they are. But Either way, slippery slope with these. That would be nice. These new bills. I mean, it's technically not unconstitutional. No, uh, it's, it, I mean, it's, there's no way for for Obama to get president. The only, I, I'm just saying, with 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 the popular vote and all that with Nevada, 
Well, I didn't say it was. No, I'm, I, I didn't yeah. say it. I'm just no, saying no. a lot of people will say, well, uh, you know, I saw a lot of uh, comments on a Facebook post when I when I oh, saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's unconstitutional and this and that. And you'd think it would be, and it's not. They technically can do that on a state-by-state thing yeah. because it is not a you're, – you're voting for presidency, which is federal, but – it is a it's a it's state ran. It's a state by state election. Mm-hmm. It's not a federal election. Tech, you know, in yeah. that aspect. And if if they were to if they were to find that they were colluding state by state and doing this as a pact, that's when it actually is unconstitutional. And they can be they they can throw those votes out. Right. Like that will change everything. So if they were to figure out, kind of like with Facebook and Twitter and mm-hmm. all these different things colluding against cens- with, with censorship and everything else, if they were to figure out these states were doing this together, that's when they'll nail them. But technically non-constitutional. Right. And rightfully so. Because mm-hmm. this is one of those situations where you're like, oh, no, they can't, they can't do this. This is a federal thing. The feds are in control of this. And it's like, whoa, people, states' rights. Mm-hmm. They're not so much a thing as they used to be. They would have been if people weren't thinking exactly like you are right now about a one situation that was just a little rough, you know? Yeah, no, I agree with state. State's it's, right. It starts at the local level. Yep. If we had more breakdown of governments controlling themselves on the lower level, we would have all sorts of ability to test out all these crazy leftist theories in these crazy leftist states that wouldn't affect any of us. But we can't. Yeah, I don't like. I like the idea and the premise of state-run things, mm-hmm. not state-run things. But I'm saying your government is state by state, county by county, yeah. municipality by municipality. But it terrifies me in this state. I'm not gonna lie. No, for sure. Yeah. But like I said, let them fail at their horrible system in these liberal centers. And mm-hmm. honestly, if that was the case, we probably wouldn't live here. Our our, our great grandparents probably would have moved. Mm-hmm. You know, and they would have moved all of us to the same little town in Florida because they love us and they want us to be together. Yep. And we'd be drinking pina coladas right now. Do you like pina coladas? Do, 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 Getting do. caught right. in the rain. Uh, do, do, do. Real quick, before you go ahead, I was just looking at some dates for... <laughs> um, as far as last date to run for president and all that kind of stuff, I, I still don't know that fucking answer. That is Apparently, that answer is just not out there. Uh, not but the, the first uh dnc hosted debates is june 26th and 27th so technically i mean obviously it has, oh, to, be actually, before, it has to be before that so it's getting yeah, down we're, to we're the like, last we're about a month bit. and a half what well, day do you think it is what day is it goodness gracious is it the 22nd living on russian time <laughs> we have like a week and a half until the end of the month no no, there's there's like a month and a couple days. Um, you said the, it's it's what day? June twenty sixth and twenty seventh. Oh, okay. it's the twenty. There you go. How many how how many days are in a month in Russia? Seventy two. Actually, that makes sense. Yeah. Do you think they have like a uh, just FYI? How many time zones does Russia have? Uh, eleven. Five? Eleven. Eleven. What? That's how big that fucking place is. Just an FYI. I mean, we only have four. 
Yeah. Well, no, actually, Ele- we have five, right? Isn't Hawaii in a different one? Hawaii, well, ten, technically, Hawaii. Whatever, if you want to count 10? them. <laughs> they, have, uh, they have 11 in Russia. That place is huge. Wow. Just, you know, fun fact. That is a fun fact. Well, that's great, because the United States has, like, all of them, because we have military establishments, which are technically United States soil in all around the world. So, so fuck B3? off, Russia. B3. Er, no, no. no. Illinois it's, news? It's time for Illinois news. We were just speaking about states. Yeah, that's fair. So. Here's a scary one for you. Illinois. Mm-hmm. It sure is. Um, there's some new changes going on. Uh, Foyd card is getting a revamp. It's probably going to pass because, like we said, you know, we're in Illinois. And the Democrats own everything. And they have a monopoly on whatever the hell they want to do. So basically whatever the hell they want to do is going to happen. Unless it requires a constitutional amendment, which means people will vote and it will probably still happen. Because our dead grandparents now vote Democrat. And apathy. And apathy. So backstory on this, earlier in the year, there was rumblings of a new Foyd card rules. uh, Talking about forcing people to give up their Facebook accounts for review, along with other crazy stipulations. This was obviously an attempt to sell crazy and pass less crazy, as the Democrats usually do, and realistically so the right. But with gun legislation, they try to ban all guns. They do this, they do this, and then they get a, then they get a gun a bump stock ban. Um, with this, they said they wanted a complete review of your Facebook accounts, this, that, and the other. And what happened is it got lesser and lesser and lesser, and now we're into a reasonable section. This is all in response to the Aurora shooting earlier this year where the shooter was in possession of a Foyd card and weapons when they should have been revoked, which was failed government, so it obviously makes sense to make the life harder for all the citizens of the state. The changes will be the fees will go up from $10 to $50. The expiration of the card will go from 10 years to 5 years. Fingerprints will be required. So instead of paying 10 bucks for 10 years you're going to pay 100 bucks for 10 years for 10 or 5 well technically you'll pay 100 bucks for 10 years because it's 50 bucks a card and it only lasts 5 years what a joke yeah so we not have the fucking thing to begin with the arguments for all these changes most of them come from the state police go figure stating that there isn't enough money to sustain the responsibility of a hundred of a thousand applications a day, and there's no time or money or resources to enforce revocation. I have an idea. Tell me. Get rid of it. That is a genius. Holy idea. shit. So Ed Sullivan, who is an avid pro gun rights legislator in Illinois, which is crazy that there's one of those, said in rebuttal of this, that the fees required for concealed carry amount to over $78 million over the last 10 years. How is that a shortage of funds? Let me guess I went the general fund. I'm sure it did. <laughs> but he, he makes a good point. He's like, that's $78 million to run your little office over 10 years. Yeah. I mean... Your, you, bu- your budget isn't $7.8 million a year. You can't run your shit on $7.8 right? million a year. 
You have a serious problem. Do you understand what this podcast would be with $7.8 million a year? I'd take care of the revocations. I'd take care of revocation in the fucking Foyt card. Ha <laughs> ha. Anyways, so it's uh, it's pretty much garbage, and they're going to do it. Another thing, one of the uh, Democrats actually said against the bill was that raising the fees is going to make it harder for people in low-income areas to maintain a FOID card, which is going to make criminals out of law-abiding citizens, which I totally agree with. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's no different here. He's definitely talking about, you know, your south side Chicago areas, your your poverty-ridden metropolitan areas, yep. where people do have a legal gun, which they Poor people should. are everywhere, though. Absolutely. But I think he was, he was playing the race card, really. But whatever. But he's right. It's going to make it hard for, for poor people to maintain a card. And they're going to require fingerprinting for a right. Uh, I don't think so. No. Not going to happen. So you're just on principle, you're going to make criminals that have a lot of law-abiding citizens. And I have no problem believing this is going to pass. I think, honestly, people, I don't know. I don't know if people are pissed off enough yet or not. But, like, Springfield, man. <laughs> Who's going to be the first state to uprise you know, against their state government? Like, forget about federal government right now. We got bigger fish to fry. <laughs> like, could you see that happening? be fun. It'd be, it'd be interesting. Yeah. Or, what did you say? Orange vest protest? Yeah. Get yeah. His guns and hunting. I like this. But uh yeah, it'll be it'll be something to see. We got to uh, get Bill Goldberg to be to move to, to come to Illinois to the first rally so he can tell Springfield, "You're next." Dude, when you said his name, for some reason my brain went to Gil or Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> uh Did he ever win a match? Yeah, dude, he was like the light heavyweight champion for a while. Okay. As Gilbert. Yeah. It's impressive. It's amazing. Mm. But yeah, so he's that's your... Dude, he's probably like your size. And like 200 years old. Yeah. But that's your Foyd card update. Dumb. Yeah. Double what other dumb. bad news do we have, Justin? Oh, well, taxes. Taxes and more taxes. Uh well they've been talking about it for a while uh, I think back in you know it was March uh with the uh what they call the um amusement tax um which has been around and in 2015 Chicago's finance department expanded the city's 9% amusement tax to cover online streaming media services such as Netflix, Spotify and Xbox Live among others the Liberty Justice Center filed a lawsuit on behalf of customers against the city, arguing that the tax is illegal and unconstitutional under the state and federal law. Uh, Cook County Circuit Court judge denied the city's request to dismiss this lawsuit in July of 2016, allowing it to proceed. The city issued a notice in November 2016 that it was again expanding the 9% amusement tax, that this time the business is subscribing to paid programming, uh, such as like sports bars using you know ESPN and all that kind of stuff. Um, that it, you know, which can cost a premium sports subscription could cost the businesses five to ten thousand dollars, and then could be paying more than four hundred dollars in new taxes every year under that tax. Well, they're wanting to expand it even more, 
Um, on March 2nd, it was said it would apply a 6.25% sales tax to cable and satellite TV, as well as the internet streaming services, Netflix, Spotify, Xbox Live. For Chicagoans, this means the additional tax on a top of a 9% citywide amusement tax they're already paying for those services. Just more, 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 and more. There's actually a channel, because I have satellite now, uh, there's actually a channel on there, and it says "Stop Illinois Tax." Like they made their own channel on on Dish Network to go against uh, these new uh, TV taxes. Nice. Um, so good for them. I mean, they don't they, they don't want they want less people to quit their service. You know, I mean that's right. it's you know shit's expensive enough as it is, and they're already losing people to you know people cutting the cords. Um, and this is just killing them. Uh, but what's even worse? Because you can live without tv Mm -hmm. but you can't live without beer or liquor or wine i heard about you really can't and uh well fat fuck pritzker wants to raise taxes on beer wine and liquor to help pay for new infrastructure spending plan the proposal released friday would increase the 8.8.55 dollar eight dollars and 55 cents per gallon tax on distilled liquor to a 12.60 per gallon wine uh, have a tax levy to $2.05 per gallon, which would be the third highest tax in the nation. Uh, he would also increase Illinois' gallonage excise tax on beer to $0.27.7, cents, putting the tax near the national average. The governor estimates that the tax hikes would bring in $120 million in additional revenue every year. This proposal would be paid for with a combination of new tax hikes and borrowing. You motherfuckers. He doesn't like people to have fun. He doesn't want them to drink. You don't need another $120 million. You can't run the state on what comes in now. Mm -hmm. Maybe you should cut spending. 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 Both of those Quit that spending. That's what what he does. Oh, that's ridiculous. Spending? Yeah. He spends. He spends. They don't like people to have fun. Yeah, this, but, uh, they call this the amusement tax as well. I'm not even a huge drinker anymore. Uh, you know, uh, anymore, uh, man, we suck <laughs> anymore. But yeah. it's absolutely ridiculous. Don't be raising the price of my Tito's. That's right, motherfucker. Right. I mean, why the hell do we live here? Yep. It's home. That's why. Yep. Yep. Ridiculous. That's all I got. Okay. Anybody else have anything else? To Do say you have good that? news? I have a, stretch, a sliver of it. Okay. Sliver, I'll take it. I like slivers. So we live in Iroquois County. Big county, small population. Mm-hmm. East Central Illinois. The county to our west, our neighbor, and Fort, neighbors in Ford County, their county board... Um, they're fed up with Chicago's overreaching influence in the state. Hell yeah. And they hope other county boards downstate join them in making the same statement. During a May 9th meeting of the board's finance committee, a discussion was held about placing non-binding, a non-binding referendum on the November 2020 election ballot, proposing that Ford County engage in discussions with other counties about the possibility of forming a new state that will not include Cook County. 
The language for the proposed referendum was created by Effingham County, and its goal is similar to pending legislation urging the U.S. Congress to remove Chicago from Illinois and make make the city of 2.7 million people its own state. Both referendum and the legislation are merely designed to spark a discussion about how downstate Illinoisans do not feel like they have a voice in the state politics because of Chicago. Like some state lawmakers from downstate, Ford County board members are tired of Chicago politics and controlling the agenda in the legislature. According to the U.S. Constitution, creating a new state from a portion of an existing state requires approval from the state legislature and Congress. Ford County State's Attorney, Andrew Killian, said that instead of pursuing the proposed referendum, which would constitute an expense to the county, a more practical solution might be to tell the General Assembly that you want at least one senator per county instead of as it is now by population. In the U.S. Senate, you get two senators regardless of if you're Rhode Island or California. We don't have that in Illinois. After a lengthy discussion, the board agreed to draft a proposed resolution that would state that the county board will discuss its concerns with other counties and come up with a plan to address those concerns, which could include things such as fair maps or assigning at least one senator to represent each county. The Finance Committee plans to continue the discussion in June. So, good job, Ford County. Yeah. We need to band together as rural counties who don't agree with the way things are. I would love to see an electoral college type thing happen statewide where every state gets a senator. Because we don't have representation. No, absolutely not. But how would you... So I have an idea. Why don't you just get your county together and vote yourself a senator and send them to the fucking house? We're going to kick them out. You got 60 people standing there at the door saying the people voted me in. I mean, they're going with existing law or whatever, but, you know, I'd like that. It's mob rule here. Population centers control. Well, that's what I mean. If we had a single center. I think every counter. Yeah, I think. I don't know how many counties are in Illinois. Like 105. To, is that right? I'm Two seconds. Look that shit up, Jamie. Um. But that's what I mean. Like, you, you cut off I-80 and go south. We'll say you have 60 counties there. Get them all on board. Hold your own elections. 102. Oh, uh, 102. Sorry. Fake news and motherfucker. So we need 102 senators, basically. Just do it. I mean, yeah. vote them in. Every every county. Vote your, vote your guy in. And then just send him to the state house. Or state senate. The people voted you in? Yeah. Well, but Cook County only gets one senator. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit either. You're a county. So is DePage. So is LaSalle. So is Iroquois. So mm-hmm. is Jackson. So is Edgar. You could fucking run the goddamn governor's seat, but it's going to be a fair fight for the Senate. I think it should be all the way around. Well, I agree, but... Mm-hmm. Each county should have one vote. Yeah. One vote for 
like an electoral college thing for governor, you know. Would you give him more or less? Maybe like an electoral community college, like on a smaller scale. Because I don't, <laughs> I, I guess I do agree that Cook County should probably have more than one. Why? Well, the same reason. I mean, okay, so Rhode Island and California each have two senators. No, Cal- yes. California is much larger than. But Rhode Island and California have a very wage difference in electoral votes. That's fair. You're not wrong. I'm not saying they should have 51, but I'm saying they should have 20. Yeah. No, that's right. I, I don't. I don't disagree with that. Yeah, I would like to see it go county by county. Yeah. That 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 seems reasonable. It's never going to happen. No. But we need to start talking to each other. I like I would, you. I want that. I want four Nairobi counties boards to talk to each other. I want Vermilion and Kankakee and Livingston and all the counties around here. We need to get together. Yeah. Talk about this shit. Get it figured out. We need to do some stuff. I wish you could just get paid to do to like coordinate that kind of stuff. Because I mean, I quit my job today and do that kind of stuff. Probably could. You got to have some contacts, though. I don't have contacts. Yeah. Any of your contacts? I am pretty persuasive. Eh, a little bit. You're a hard ass. I am a hard ass. I mean, there's, there's no, a, there there's are, no persuading you. There's ma- there are many people out there like me. There's no persuading you. I know. <laughs> Stubborn German. So yeah, that's that's some positive news. Maybe more counties will get together all over this. I mean, F- this originated in Effingham, so yeah. So there, there's a chance. I wonder. If- it sounds a lot like the Illinois separation guy, but it just it sounds like they're different things. But well, I think some, they were referencing some of the things that yeah, I, I might have been had to do something with Effingham, but yeah. right. I don't know. All right, guys, it's time <sighs> for time for the uh, weekly edition of V three. I'm not a hundred percent sure what this is about. I don't remember it. <laughs> But we're going to find out together. I'm excited about that. For your listening pleasure. Oh, I remember. <laughs> we are about to get started for the afternoon session, which is all of our female At a powerlifting meet in April, athletes of all shapes and sizes showed up to lift heavy. Each performed the three required lifts. The bench press the squat, and the deadlift. 225 pounds, y'all. But one powerlifter was forced to sit on the sidelines. Her name is JC, and she's trans. Well, she's a guy, so... <laughs> JC has competed in sports her whole life, and at a young age, even had Olympic ambitions in curling. So these are my um, two medals from U.S. Powerlifting Association's Minnesota State Championship. USA Powerlifting is a member of the International Powerlifting Federation, which itself observes Olympic rules that have allowed trans athletes to compete since 2004. But after JC applied to compete in a meet, USAPL defied those rules. In January, the Federation banned transmasculine athletes who take testosterone as well as all trans-feminine athletes, even if those athletes lower their testosterone levels. 
like JC does. So this is your this is the email that you got from USA Powerlifting. Yep. Yeah, and it says that request has been denied. Male to female transgenders are not allowed to compete as females in our static strength sport as it is a direct competitive advantage. What was your reaction? Disappointment and also like not being surprised entirely because of the way that trans women and trans feminine people are treated in, in sports. Do you, you think it's fairly? fair for you to compete in the women's category? Absolutely. Why? Why not? Because you have man's muscles. I followed all the rules leading up to competing. And like my own beliefs aside, like that should be enough. This is, this is what happens, right? When trans people meet all the rules, they'll just establish more rules to govern our bodies and like our participation in society and in sport. The military, schools, bathrooms, conversations surrounding the inclusion of people who are transgender aren't new. But for sports, the debate isn't social. It's about biology. And the question is whether a disadvantaged group, in this case, has an edge. Katrina Carcasis is a bioethicist who works on testosterone and sex testing regulations in sports. Do trans women have an advantage over cis women in, in sports of strength like powerlifting? People want to make these broad generalizations. Trans women have an advantage, but it's always going to be much more complicated than that. For somebody who's transitioned, Part of what is happening is that you might lose some muscle mass by lowering your testosterone level. Somebody is now using less muscle mass to push around the same size body, right? And once you start lowering your testosterone, those drugs also have side effects that can include fatigue, right? That can include metabolic issues. Testosterone. Mm -hmm. Does it influence sports performance? It does. So it is related to things like lean body mass. but. It's not necessary or sufficient to push an athlete to be at the top level. So you can't assume that the people with the highest levels of testosterone do better. What Katrina's saying is that there's no clear link between testosterone and sports performance. It's a spectrum. And for trans athletes, there's a cost to lowering your testosterone. But what about JC? How good is she? We asked her coach. Okay, don't get mad. Okay. It's totally okay. Okay. So, JC is a great athlete, and she's a strong, skilled lifter. In her weight class, she's not yet a standout lifter. <laughs> it's okay. It's totally okay. Yeah. All right. My successes have definitely been, like, grossly blown out of proportion. And we will have Christina coming up next, squatting 92.5 kilograms, 203 pounds. Since USA Powerlifting's announcement, a small number of lifters have participated in timeouts to protest the new policy. So you've signed up for this meet? Yes. But you're not going to lift? I will not be lifting. For Brianna Diaz, let's hear it for Brianna. We want to hear you supporting her. Whenever you step into on the, on the platform, you're given about one minute to take your lift. And if you do not take it, it is considered a bad lift. And so what I will be doing is uh, time out my meet by standing there for the for one minute for each of my three attempts. After 
a few timeouts, a USA powerlifting official disqualified Brianna. At this point, if you haven't taken in a squat, then I can't let you continue in the meet. It's a fair play issue. Beyond that, I can't discuss it. How, how is it fair to ban trans lifters? All I can say is, like I said, it's a fair play issue based on our principles. They've been long-standing with regards to drug use. And anything more than that, I can't say. It's not up for me to say. On Friday, USA Powerlifting asked its female members to weigh in on the transgender policy through an online vote that will be discussed at a board meeting on May 9th. The president of USA Powerlifting, Larry Mail, declined an interview. In a written statement, he told Vice News, quote, We will discuss this among our members and come to what we feel is the best decision for our organization. He also added, There's no point in trying to convince a partisan crowd. We deserve a place in sports, too. The bottom line is that even in the fundamental principles of Olympism, they recognize that sport is a human right. Do trans people get human rights? And the answer is yes. First of all, uh, go ahead, you get the lead, I guess. Go ahead. Um, sport is not a human right. I can't just go play in the NBA. I can't just go play, I can't just go play baseball. I mean, a league does not have to take me. Nope. And I definitely can't do it in the women's league. If it's so unfair and you just want to lift and it's all about the lifting, go lift with men. Because that's what you are. Yeah. That's, it's not that hard. Go with your long hair and your boobs and go lift like against men. Her coach said she wasn't very good. That's fine. And the, the the biologist or whatever sat there and waited. She's like, well, people would like to say that they're stronger, but it's much more complicated than that. And yeah, you're right. There is. It is. There are always the exception. There are plenty of women who can... That would kick all of our asses. Yeah. Who would, who would outlift fucking a crazy power lifter who's a guy. I don't know. Um, it happens. Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime. Mm -hmm. You know? There is a woman out there who can kick his ass. Impossible. Eh, maybe you're right. But <laughs> seriously, though, like there are exceptions to the rule. Yeah. But the rule states that in most cases, the muscle mass of a man is is mm -hmm. better at strength than the muscle mass of a woman. Just biology. Sorry for you. Okay. So, and I, you're fine. Yeah. I, I'm not changing the subject, but, you know, she talked about the Olympics and whatever, like. We have the Olympics. Mm -hmm. We have the Special Olympics. Do the Special Olympians feel like they feel upset because they have their own Olympics? Why can't we give trans people their own Olympics? And guess what? The Special Olympics, they can't uh, do drugs either. Like yeah. testosterone that's banned in female sports. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't just identify as a handicapped person and go... And yeah. I'm just saying they should just give them a trans Olympics. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I think there's a movie about that actually. Didn't end up well for him. Well, actually, it did, but that's because it was a movie. Yeah, he got that back. He actually, he actually, yeah. actually did work out well for him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's stupid. I can't. I can't even believe this is an actual argument that people are having. It's like trans people are just so 
misunderstood and abused and they just make up rules. And it's like, no, 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 you made up the rules. We're trying to abide by them. And then realizing that what you want to do is not fair. What that MMA boxer lady broken eye socket, broken Mm -hmm. jaw. Yeah. We've talked about it. There's so many different examples Mm -hmm. of these people just destroying these women. None of that is okay. And you know what? You know what? I'm sorry. That's not a slight against trans people. It's putting trans people in a fair position. You know, be in a competitive light. I'm sorry. If you suck and you want to work in the females league because you suck and you suck in the females league, sucks to suck, dude. Sorry for you. And then they brought up the trans in the military thing. Which we have talked about before mm-hmm. has There's nothing to other do things with them being trans. It has everything to do with the medical cost of them being trans, like asthma, which you also can't go into the military if you have. I don't know. Craziness. I don't want to like denigrate these people, but you're not a woman biologically. Nope. Women who are biological women. Walking down, yeah, should be able to compete against each other without having to compete against somebody who has a different body type. I don't care if you've lowered your testosterone. I don't care whatever. It's not a thing. Walking down the street, I'll call you ma'am all day. I don't care. And like shit. And like I said, I don't care about ma'am or whatever. If you, if I've never met you and you're a trans person and you say your name is Becky, your name's Becky. Cool. Yeah. I don't give a shit as long as you're not a douchebag and I like you. We can hang out. Yeah. I don't give a shit if your name was Jeff yesterday. I still won't call somebody a girl if they're not a girl. I mean, I'll I call will. them by whatever Why the not? name they... I just won't. It's it's just feeding into it. I don't care. If it's a, if it's, if you had a... That's you had fine. A, I'm not going to co- hate the person. Yeah, if you had a co-worker and, hey, I'm... I'll call him Becky. Yeah. If the, if Because the, if the, you can you can change your name. You can't change your... You can't change your gender. That's that's just me. I, I, I I'm not going to hate the person. I'm not going to... Whatever, I'm not going to be like, no, you're not a... No, I'll be nice to the person. I don't give a shit. But I, I won't sit there and just like, yeah, you are a man. No, that's that's, that's just feeding into the you're problem. Right. Because then that you're just feeding into this exact situation. Yeah, That's my thing. Well, I can well, see that, yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't have a problem. I'll, I'll say whatever the hell you want me to say. I don't give a shit. Now, don't get pushy about it. Oh, I'm not going it's into... Bam. This, I'm not going into this pronoun bullshit. Yeah. yeah. I don't no. give a fuck. Your name's Becky. I'm calling you a her. And if you have a problem with that, you can get the fuck over it. And if you come at me like that guy did, like it's ma'am. It's shut the fuck up. It's shut the fuck up or you're going to be eating a fist. Yeah, I don't give a shit if it's ma'am or not. You need to call me your fucking tits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can call me your mammary glands. <laughs> Take the calamity out of the memories, boys. <laughs> yep. I don't know. We live in a mad, 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 mad world. Which is a great movie, by the way. You should watch it. Strange, yeah. It's strange Star times. Star-studded. Strange times. Justin, where do they go to do things? Orphansoftheamericandream.com. You can find our podcast there and other news and updates. No store right now. Working on it. Uh, updating everything this summer. Um... OAD underscore studios on Twitter and Orphans American Dream on Facebook. Yeah. 
Go to orphansoftheamericandream.com. You can still donate there. We're not selling anything at the moment. But you can donate if you want to. We like snacks. They cost money. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, do that. Um, go out there. Be diligent. Um, don't be apathetic. Get involved. Talk to each other. Love each other. Peace, bitches. It's ma'am! Now, 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 now